0: To start five and two, six and three, seven and four, and finish seven and ten, and miss the playoffs—it feels very different than it probably should. We've been trying to figure it out for the last two, three weeks. You know, it's, we haven't scored in a while, touchdowns, and, and in this league, that's what it takes to win. And um, it just kind of sums up the whole season of finishing. You know, we got to be able to finish. We start, we start hot, we start playing all right, but. Um, the end is what matters. You know, you gotta be able to finish in this. League. I mean, we haven't been uh, been doing that the last few weeks. They have to answer some serious questions about the offensive line that'll be protecting whichever quarterback is here, because they could not run the ball effectively for the last felt like five weeks. They couldn't get to four yards per carry. You know, when you're rolling on all cylinders and uh, seven and four, uh, pretty healthy. And one thing leads to another, and if you lose six and one, a uh, championship caliber defense. We've got. Uh, We've got a bunch of young guys that are going to get healthy and get back here. We've got a whole line that's going to get healthy and get back here. And know uh, and uh, we'll get the quarterback position. The Jets lost six straight, seven of eight, several times, didn't get off the bus with playoff berths on the line. Three straight games, no touchdowns. Do not tell me this was a good season. And certainly don't tell me this was a fun season.
1: We did a bunch of problems, but uh, we didn't get it Hello, everyone. My name is Steven. Alongside me, my co-host, Jason. How we doing tonight? This is Queens to Jersey. And before we get started tonight, just want to take a quick moment to just reflect on the insane week in sports news it's been and how much we are hoping for DeMar Hamlin's recovery. It's been incredible what he's been able to uh, overcome over the past few days. And uh, yeah, obviously, our thoughts are with him.
0: It really shows that sports... You know, don't mean much in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. life is more important. Awesome stuff that he's, you know, functioning. Huge, huge, you know, thanks,
1: obviously, from everybody to the first responders. And the assistant coach, the assistant trainer. And all those people who who literally resuscitated him and saved his life. Just incredible. Along with that, uh, you know, also thoughts with Peyton Hillis. You know, former uh, great, great running back for the Browns and Chiefs, uh, who is in the ICU after he, you know, saved his children's life from drowning. Uh, so it sounds like he's making progress. And again, all the best thoughts are with him, as well as Liam Hendricks, who we discussed in um, the podcast a few weeks ago for the Mets, free agent relief pitcher, announced he was diagnosed with lymphoma today. Really hoping for the best and the speedy recovery for him like you said before, really shows you that, you know, sports is takes a backseat to everything when it comes to health uh, in any regard. So, yeah, thoughts with all those guys and, and hoping that, you know, as we move forward throughout 2023 that things are a bit um, better and brighter than the start we've had. Well said. Moving on from that, let's get right into the Jets. All right. <sighs> Seasons come to an end and the Jets finish off with a massive, massive dud they lose to the Dolphins 6-11. to Joe Flacco, who started because Mike White was injured and uh, Zach Wilson they have no faith in. Uh, uh, why they, wouldn't they start him, though? Well, I'll cut you off real quick. Uh, they didn't start him because they don't believe in him. Or, as Salah said it, just to have him reset all immediately. Take as long as, of a reset as possible until next offseason begins.
0: But if Flacco is not going to be back with them next season... Why not just play Wilson and play ball? I mean, I don't understand the logic. He would put up six points probably as well. It's not like Flacco is a good quarterback or anything. Yeah, the only thing I could say, the only person I think
1: who would prefer Flacco over Wilson is Garrett Wilson because he had a lot more targets and receptions today. But otherwise, yeah, Flacco gave nothing to the team. He finished 18 of 33 with 149 yards. Garrett Wilson had nine receptions for 89 yards.
0: Thirty total and rushing yards. I there's know. No,
1: there's no stats to even talk about, really.
0: For the Garrett Wilson uh, stats, they are flawed because on the last play of the game, the safety that made it 11-6, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson lost 13-14 receiving yards on the pitchy-pitchy woo-woo. Oh, yeah. When, you know, they pitched it and oh, all, and yeah, the yeah. safety ended up happening. So he should have so, had over 100 Yes, Yes, 100%.
1: Um, But, yeah, I mean, he's the only one on the offense who can actually produce anything. Let's just forget about the stats and just talk about the Jets as a whole. Woody Johnson announced that he won't be having his press conference immediately. He's going to wait until later in the week to do it. I know you have strong
0: opinions on Robert Sala. You want to get into them? I mean, it's nothing I haven't said in the prior podcast, right? Uh, Why, In situations where we need a win, he, he seems to fold every time. I mean, today, they used two timeouts in the first six minutes of the half. You think that's acceptable coaching? No. If this game means something, they could have gotten the ball back with way more time and a chance for an actual game-time field goal. And the Jets got screwed out of this draft pick now that they have 13. And who knows? I'm not going to sit here and bash Sala all night. I'd rather them move on, try something new. You know, it it didn't work here. But I don't know if they're going to, you know, go that direction. I think Michael Floor is 100% fired. I don't think there's a chance they bring him back into the building, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, I think he should be on, but I don't think he will, how about you?
1: Um, I, I'm i more hesitant than you on if he should be, I also agree he won't be, he, he's got one more shot, and I think he, he himself kind of put him in a playoff mandate situation, and I think the same goes for Joe Douglas, unless... Woody, uh, Woody Johnson feels that that there needs to that this has absolutely not worked, and he doesn't see any vision of them improving beyond this season in a legitimate step above. In the way that you could argue, they took a step this season they they took
0: maybe and a couple then steps, steps, and steps, a few steps. As you back. said, you've said before. But yes.
1: Woody Johnson, I believe, yeah, that he's going to keep Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. I think that you're right, Michael Floors likely gone. I don't think it's a 100% right now. I think it's probably like 80-90%, but there's a chance if Robert Sala can do enough convincing. Uh
0: And and just honestly, what he's- Well, he's got to be convincing for his job, not Mike's. I know. And I don't think what he's standing for this bullshit, which I sort of appreciate. I do. I,
1: I heard he was just standing outside the locker room before the game even ended. He wasn't watching. And, and he's pissed. Well, he probably should be watching. I respect... No, he knew there was nothing to watch. I respect that he knows that this team isn't bringing anything. And there's no life. Yeah. There's so, no fun in this offense. I do appreciate that he cares. It's nice to see that he at least cares about the team. Sala, yeah, uh, he's done a epic collapse of a second half of, of the season. He, he did a good job in the first half <laughs> where we were saying, you know, be... You could very likely give them an F. It really is
0: epic how pathi- they lost. Probably six in the a row. worst
1: collapse I've seen as a Jets fan, at least in the terms of like starting off well and just completely falling apart. Maybe even worse than the Brett Favre year where they were eight and three, and then finished nine and seven. It's similar in that regard, for to, sure, you know, finish wise. But the team talent this year is so much worse. It it, it really was. We were blindsided by. Backups and, and mediocre teams we were beating, and I hate to have the glass fm half empty approach, but that's the truth of it. And I'm so conflicted on how I feel about Robert Sala, but like you said, Michael Floor is likely gone, and I mean, what do you do then?
0: Hey, we'll find out on Monday what the case is with Sala because that's when coaches get fired. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. If you are, so we'll find out tomorrow. If you're
1: going to fire Robert Sala, who? realistically are you looking at i need i need answers if you're gonna say fire him you gotta Listen, have an idea of who you want to come in instead
0: there's people all around the nfl it Difficult. seems like anyone's better than this guy
1: there are options you know would you would you want an eric b enemy no well i mean these are names you want someone who's a, uh, already been a head coach
0: maybe get a guy like uh kubiak i think he'd be maybe good as an offensive coordinator I saw that's a potential option for them, but I would like him as the head coach.
1: I think, like I said, but I'm if they more bring on, him the on the the... side
0: of keeping Salah
1: for one more year and finding someone who's an experienced offensive coordinator. Like Kubiak. Like Kubiak, like, you may be against it, Frank Reich. I don't think he's done the worst job when given somewhat decent talent. Look at what he had in Indianapolis this year. Nothing. Look at what he had the year. before. Last year they had
0: the most Pro Bowl Pro Bowl players
1: in the league.
0: Yeah, How could but they you had say Carson
1: that? Wentz at still, quarterback, and they still won 10 games.
0: Uh, well, when you have seven Pro Bowlers, you're going to. I mean, the Jets have a, a bunch of Pro Bowlers. Well, not alternates. I mean... They have three starters, and one shouldn't be. But but you know what
1: I'm saying. I think you look at that, you you see he's had success with guys like Jacoby Brissett. You know, I, like, he wasn't great that year, but like, seven and nine with Jacoby Brissett isn't the worst thing. And I mean he, I don't know if you give him a decent quarterback I don't oh, think Oh god he obviously the had Jets major don't success have any of that in, any of that quarterback stuff I'm saying stuff. It, see there's so much conflict between the Jets right now and I'm kind of in between both sides of it it is like if you he had success in Philly he But he know, wasn't with, the head coach That's why I'm saying bring him in as offense coordinator
0: I'm not saying bring Reich in as a head coach. I think it was more Peterson than it was him personally. Maybe, but... Look at what he did with Jacksonville this season. He's done a great job The four seed now? There's no denying that,
1: but I also think that Frank Reich has, can bring something. He does know he's an experienced quarterback coach, first and foremost. Bring him in to focus on quarterback.
0: I'm also for Gary Kubiak. Someone along those lines... I mean, honestly, anyone would be brighter than what we have right now. Yeah. To be honest with you, so the that's problem with floor really is that say, he was
1: clearly too young to be calling plays. He's why, not ready.
0: That's why I say I'm down for anyone else mm-hmm. because this is just as bad as it gets. I mean, we're seeing the Jets put up three points, six points, six points weekly. We can't even score a touchdown. I mean, it's not—it's not acceptable. It's not, and acceptable, again, in it's this not acceptable
1: as a coach. You have to, you know, put that on someone. That goes back to the head coach. But when you watch the tape, Joe Flacco or anybody, for that matter, playing quarterback for the team this year, pretty much had no time to throw. Every play, even plays where they get the throw off, they were getting pressured. The offensive line was atrocious. You must address it. The two most important parts of a football team are your quarterback and your offensive line. The Jets have neither.
0: Yes. Yes. So,
1: I mean, they need to address both majorly. It's just focusing on where to address which first.
0: Um, It's a... I really hate to say this because you know how much we love the team and mm-hmm. how much I love the team, but right now they're trending in you know the wrong direction if especially if they keep the head coach, they don't have a quarterback right now. it seems like everything they do is you know backwards and sort of like a clown show mm-hmm. a circus as
1: people have labeled them for a decade,
0: and it really sucks how the head coach is praising himself and the team after. One of the like That's you said biggest
1: issue, I'll agree. Is that like anyone said, who thinks that Robert Sala is good at taking accountability, he truly isn't.
0: I believe it, you're right on that. It's one of the most epic collapses that we've seen. Mm-hmm. A team, not even a team we root for, just a team in general, have. I mean, how do you lose six straight games? It's not even like you're playing, like, the Chiefs or the fucking 49ers or the Eagles. You're playing normal NFL teams. Lions are good, don't get me wrong. Jaguars aren't a bad team either. Seahawks too. But you have to compete. <clears throat> yeah. You these were, get these blown were all out. teams
1: like the Jets that were in the middle of the pack, and towards the end of the season, they showed that the Jets were closer towards the bottom of the pack. Exactly. They played—that's the reason that when you look at these other teams with records, like, you know, a team like the Commanders— with records similar to the Jets or the same as the Jets or the Steelers or any of these teams. They didn't, they're not looking at them like they have all these problems yet. They're looking at the Jets like they're the Texans or the Bears or somebody like that with all these issues to address because truthfully they are. Yeah. And it's brutal because like you said, when we played these mediocre teams, you know, it really does cover that. It covered it so much earlier in the year, making us think that we had a decent offensive line, making us think that we had, you know, a shutdown, shutdown defense, which we don't. Mm-hmm. We have a good defense,
0: and it's a it, any given
1: week, you know, league. So exactly. So in regards to what you're saying, how do we fix the circus? How do we change the clown show? What do you do? Well, I have some ideas. I have I have a best scenario and a backup scenario, personally.
0: If I'm Woody Johnson, I keep Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. and I have a whole new committee for of coaching of, of, of a coaching yeah. staff. Yes.
1: Um, I think I think realistically, what will happen is that they keep both of them. They replace Lafleur as offense coordinator. I would like for them to even replace Ulbrich as defensive coordinator. I don't know if they do that, but I think that would be good to give Solid just a full, you know, new staff.
0: Personally. Yeah, personally, I don't think Ulbrich should go. I think he turned the defense around from garbage to actual something this okay. this year. So. I guess the
1: what he has in his favor is he's definitely formed connections with guys like Quinnen and Sauce. So
0: the thing is they're not getting blown out in these games. No, and they are putting up And the know, only good reason is because I of the defense. I said the defense
1: is good. They're not they're not great,
0: but they're yeah. good. And um the thing is the talent isn't incredible on mm-hmm. that defense. They have two very good cornerbacks and then and other, an incredible
1: and, defensive tackle. Yeah,
0: can't forget about Quinn. And,
1: and a solid middle linebacker. I don't hate him. He's probably gone if I had a guess. But, so we got we got those guys, the three of them. <laughs> um, yeah, cause no, CJ, I, I always think he puts in his number one effort. I just don't know how much he's capable of anymore.
0: Yeah. And none of these linebackers can really guard. It seems like, so and that's a big part of the game.
1: Looking ahead of free agency, because the issue with the jets is that they don't have a ton of cap space. What I'm thinking you have to do is you, they're going to have to cut people and they're going to have to cut guys like Carl Lawson and Corey Davis. I think probably cut Lakin and Tomlinson and maybe, um, Jordan Whitehead.
0: Yeah, it sounds like moves that and, and they probably should make, and they might have to because the team just didn't provide the spark they needed, and especially those players in the big games that we needed them to.
1: By doing that, you can essentially triple or like quadruple your cap space. They have like 15 million in cap space right now. By doing that, you're saving like another 40 in cap
0: space. Yeah, he definitely will be doing that. So you will see a lot
1: of cuts of those guys who who just weren't able to. Play up to what we were paying them to. Carl Lawson, disappointing. Corey Davis, very similar in terms of their output. We signed them to be legitimate, capable starters and they underachieved. And then what you do with that is you have to invest in legitimate talent. There are, there are limited, like most years in the NFL, limited amount of talented free agents, but you have to make as big of a push to get some of them. Um, in terms of, you know, quarterback, If Lamar Jackson became available... Yeah, I don't think he will
0: be, but that would be ...and you don't
1: do everything in your power to get him,
0: what are you doing? But if not, I've told you I'm interested in maybe drafting. Yeah, it seems like the more I think about it, it's going to be Derek Carr as the (laughs) Jets quarterback. If
1: I had to guess, it's either going to be Derek Carr and probably Zach Wilson backing up. Or you get rid of everyone, Zach Wilson included... You draft an Anthony Richardson, and you sign ugh, like a Jacoby Brissett. Ugh, God! And you have a Frank Reich who has experience with him as OC. I, I don't really love that. That I know idea. you don't love it, but but that sounds all realistic, all of to it sounds bad. Every but single then, thing. But along that. with that, if you're saving the cap space from all that, what you do is you sign. Some major
0: players. That's They're probably what agent. they will do because it sounds just awful.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm predicting what I expect a realistic Jets offseason to look like, <laughs> honestly. And then you try and sign guys like Orlando Brown, the Chiefs left tackle, who's had a very strong last few years. And I mean, he's a six foot eight tackle. You put him in at left tackle. You can put eight uh, AVT at right. That's, that gives you two tackles that you can feel good about and then keep a guy like Max Mitchell behind him. Um, yeah, I
0: don't know. I feel like they'll put Avt back at his natural position in guard and find it. You know, yeah, that tackles.
1: too. Either way, if you get yourself a legitimate left tackle because you can't trust Mikay Becton, that sounds like something you have to address. Mm-hmm. And just a whole is offensive
0: line, the top left everything. tackle on the
1: market. Also, cutting if you cut CJ Mosley, you're you're opening up another huge chunk of cap space. Replace him with either a Deion Jones or a Levante David. Both of them are free agents. Mm-hmm. Those are guys you should look at. You know, at at safety. Uh, Jesse Bates and Chauncey Gardner Johnson, both really good safeties, who are, are going to hit the market and definitely want to get paid. And the Jets should because those are positions they need to cement. Um, but offensive line first and foremost. If you get yourself an Orlando Brown, and listen, Jason Kelsey's probably going back to the Eagles or retiring. If I yeah, guess yeah. one or two,
0: but I'd, I'll stop you there. Oh,
1: that. what he he would be awesome to just have even for a year. I, I having a center is so valuable, dude. Well, having a quarterback's more. Yeah, um, that too. They they need to make a lot of these changes. And in terms of trades, you got to trade for a receiver because you got to give Garrett Wilson some help out there. He can't be the only guy. What about Michael Thomas? I know he's so injury prone. It's tough you to take probably a risk on
0: Get him for cheap. That. Yeah, but it, that would probably have to be a. A backup plan, maybe, and get another receiver with him. Sure, because I'm down for that. You can't trust him because if
1: you did have him, he could be so explosive for you. You know what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Had like 150 receptions in the season. In terms of quarterback, like you said, it's probably going to be Carr, and you you have to hope that next year this time they're they're in a position where they're more in that you know nine and eight, ten and 7, 11 and six area. Because if not, then then Sala will get fired, and then we'll be back here again. Talking about what to do again. It's just a horrible cycle of repeating itself, which is why I understand you want him fired. But I don't know. Any other thoughts on the Jets before we move on to the rest of the NFL? No,
0: I'm sickened by that.
1: We can talk more about, like, you know, free agency. Yeah, another time when, yeah. Because it's tough to say. Because it will start to come into fruition more as the weeks go on with staff changes and everything.
0: Like the Jets have a bunch of players that Mm. they'll let go because of cap space. So do other teams. So who knows who are are going to be available? You know, there's going to be a bunch of options that they could go after. It's about how Douglas plays his cards, and right now his free agency is maybe about an F. Yeah, so, it hasn't been
1: good. I'll give him like I'll give him like DJ D J Reed for guys like D J Reed, yeah.
0: and uh, and yeah, there you go.
1: Yikes! Yeah,
0: now that I'm thinking
1: about it more,
0: yeah, there hasn't been a lot of great. Free agent signings, and it's very hard to find. But he needs some, you know,
1: punishment. That, Juan Alexander,
0: not punishment, but you you have to acknowledge that he <laughs> he did fuck up.
1: Yeah, he he's not done a good job there. He's and, and with the draft, you can you can never really give him an A because Zach Wilson. It's always going to be that giant blemish. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Joe Douglas also thin leash playoff mandate, all of that. You're going to hear from Woody Johnson probably, not specifically,
0: but that's the vibe you're going to get. And we're definitely Joe Douglas fans and mm-hmm. all, but if you look at the Zach Wilson draft with Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. you know, MC, the two MCs, Michael Carter is good, though. The corner. Yes, yeah. the running back. Eh. He's fallen off, sadly. Yeah, but as I was saying, that draft isn't that great, other than Elijah Vera Tucker and Michael Carter. Like, everyone was praising how good it was. A couple, you know, not even last year they were saying how good it was. This year they were saying how good it was, but mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. It's literally just ABT and MC, the cornerback. Just okay. the clown. Like yeah. like I said, it's a clown show.
1: We need we need changes, and hopefully we'll be discussing those changes over the next few weeks and months and so on. So do you want him
0: fired or no?
1: No, I, 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 I think he deserves one more year. One more year oh, to prove that this team can be a playoff team. Alright. And, and, and compete in the playoffs. If they get into the playoffs next year and they get blown out in a wild card game, I still might want them out. I probably will. So, I, I again, I'll, I'll have them back for one more year with a super thin leash and a playoff mandate. Moving on, what did you learn this week beyond the
0: NFL? Well, we just got informed that Lovey Smith got fired. Mm-hmm. And I hate, you know, when report. What I learned is I hate when reporters say, like, we shouldn't be mad about a team winning. Are you talking about DJ? No, not... I saw that, okay. and it's part of it, but, I mean, why shouldn't we be? We're fans. This is what we do. I mean, you're so bad that you're playing for the number one pick, and now you have to win? Like, it, it's... It's something that the Jets see every season, and it's something that if they just lost to Cleveland and L.A. a couple years ago, they would have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So it's a darn shame when I see guys bashing people for being fans.
1: Totally. I mean, we like you said, we know how it feels, that exact position of losing out. And to lose out on a Hail Mary in Week 18, it's the most brutal thing ever. I was talking a week ago about how they lost and how that, you would, you know, probably cement them for the first overall pick. Now they lost it. I mean, the if I were a Texan fan, I think you're right. I would be angry because oh, got to be. Curious. I personally, if I'm a Texan fan, would be like ninety percent or eighty percent on Bryce Young, and then ten to twenty percent on CJ Stroud because he really is a great player.
0: And now it fucks the Jets up for getting CJ Stroud because someone's gonna trade Chicago yeah, very for the likely, first and overall And that's what's pick. gonna happen. Yeah. Unless then, it's
1: the Jets doing it. And,
0: I mean, that's something to talk about. I would love Bryce Young. I would trade them. Right? Why not? And why wouldn't Douglas do it? He's on the that's last what I'm year saying. Thing. They,
1: and that would fix your quarterback problem. And, and if you get Bryce Young, I mean, if you screw Bryce
0: Young up, you, you come on. You yeah. can't do that. It would probably take around three first-round picks, you would say, and some players.
1: Yeah, one or two players, like an Elijah Moore or someone. Yeah. Elijah Moore and a Bryce Huff. Uh huh. Two first round picks, a second, and a fourth. How's that?
0: Sure, I would honestly. You could put a bunch of numbers and a bunch of draft picks in my face. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just say yes to yeah. solve the Jets' quarterback problem. That
1: sounds like a solution to me. So, in uh, but back to the Texans of it. Uh, like you said, I would be angry because now if you're all in on Bryce Young, as I would be if I were a Texan fan, you're probably not going to get him now.
0: You're not touching him, no. So
1: I don't uh, think the unless Bears the gonna- Bears are so bought in. On on one of the other high end prospects.
0: <laughs> well, they could trade for three or four, yeah, and they'd still be fine because the Texans really need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Davis Mills said, "No, they might." I'm your quarterback. If the
1: Texans are that in on Bryce Young, what they'll have to do is trade up for the first round pick and trade their other top twelve pick. Yeah, they, yeah, that might be what they have to do. It it really screwed them. Lovey Smith really screwed them, and, and Davis Mills really screwed them yeah. there. And um, you
0: can't blame the players. Mm-mm. They go out there and play, but as fans, we have the right to be angry.
1: Yeah. Uh, what I learned this week is you've been flip-flopping on all year. Cowboys are frauds. Yes. Cowboys are frauds. They
0: are it's going good to get, get...
1: They're going to lose
0: next it's, week. It's good to get it out of their system, and I'm going to disagree with you. I think they go into Tampa and beat the sad Tampa Bay Buccaneers right. and end their season. But after that, I see Philly annihilating them yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean,
1: <clears throat> we'll get to that in a minute, but uh playoff predictions, but yeah, I, I mean they rolled over and at the end of the day, the two most important things for a team to win are a quarterback and coaching. And their coaching situation just isn't that great. He's just not that good of a coach. Um they're a very talented team, but he's only gonna let them go so far. And they're gonna keep him after this year. Because they went twelve and five, and that's a good record. And they've been good record wise during the regular season with him. But that's all he is is a good regular. If season If they
0: coach. lose to Tampa in the first round, he might get fired. You think
1: Jerry could do it? I think he might, but I I, I could and see him keeping him too.
0: I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a Jet, we're Jets fans, so we're not going to count out Tom Brady at all. Mm-hmm. They easily could that's win. That's why, yeah. But I don't know. I think Dallas got the bad game out of the way this week. I think it'll be an ugly one. But I think Tampa's is just not a good football team.
1: Yeah. Um, talking, moving on real quick to the Cardinals, you look like uh, kind of predicted possibly their next head coach through hard knocks. Report came out this week that if and very likely when the Cardinals fire Cliff Kingsbury, probably tomorrow, um, definitely tomorrow. Yeah. That Vance Joseph will be the leading candidate to take over. You said this was it a week, maybe two weeks ago on the podcast that watching hard knocks. You noticed that uh, Joseph was really taking a leadership control. And honestly, if you watch the show, you would think he was the head coach. You see him more than Kingsbury, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I think he he maybe has earned that. You know, watching Hard Knocks, he's done a good job. The players seem to like to play for him. He has head coaching experience. Why
0: not? You know, good Mm -hmm. for him. Uh, for sure, But for sure. also props to you for calling that out. Yeah, no, it, you know, it's not official. I don't think it'll happen, honestly. But it's a, it's a storyline. Yeah, it's you know, a strong it's, possibility. It's a legitimate
1: thing that yeah. we saw and noticed, yeah. Sean Payton getting the
0: confirmation to interview with the Broncos. Do you think that happens, or? I think he's on his way to L.A. I think, unless the Chargers make a run at this thing, I think they're going to move on from Staley. Mm-hmm. What do you think uh, about that? If Sean that? Payton
1: wants to come in, I think it doesn't matter what they do unless they win the Super Bowl. They get rid of Staley. Really? You yeah. think? If Sean Payton wants to come in coach is, the Chargers, I, you get rid of Staley. I think he does. I think he has that, you know. It's it's his choice. Yeah. He's got he's got all the leverage.
0: Yeah. So um, he could probably fire about 20 NFL coaches saying that he wants to go to whatever whichever mm-hmm. team. You know what I mean? Because anyone would hire him in a second. The Jets would. Yeah, You know, and that's um, just the first. So I think he'll end up where he wants, and that's L.A. One and thing I think could be say very that scary. Denver
1: could do to persuade him is that I don't believe head coaching salaries interfere with a team salary, right? Like a, a salary cap for a roster. Mm-hmm. So because the Broncos have a very wealthy new owner who wants to make a statement with this team, he could offer Sean Payton... A massive contract. Yeah, I bigger think, than John Gruden's. I think it'll be Harbaugh. You think it'll be Harbaugh in Denver? Yeah. Interesting. That could be a, a, a scary fit also. He's he's so brutal of a coach. I think
0: he could be the right guy for them. You think if you're John Harbaugh, you'd rather go to Denver than a team like Indianapolis or New York? I'd love Harbaugh
1: as the Jets, but uh, I think maybe, yeah. I think that's probably a better fit. They still have a first-round pick this year. If I'm them, I would maybe trade that first-round pick for a few more seconds and bulk up so you can get more picks. For sure. But um I think, yeah, over over those two teams probably. They're, Denver's in a better position mm. just overall. And I don't
0: think anyone's trying to go to Arizona. No, not right now. But
1: that's why Vance Joseph could definitely be the, the guy there. For sure. All right, so moving into, we're going to just lay out our full thoughts on from each week of the playoffs and just pick
0: And this is it's going to go. This is the first time we're doing this, so yeah. don't hold us to it. I
1: made this really quick beforehand, so take
0: it with a heavy, heavy grain of salt. Obviously, now that Seattle won, they're in the playoffs mm-hmm. and Green Bay's out, so I don't know what time that'll be, but I think the 4 o'clock first game of the playoffs is going to be Jacksonville versus L.A., so mm. if you want to start there. Sure, so
1: this one's really, this was probably the toughest game for me to pick. Chargers are minus one and a half. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It and seems... before that, even I saw that I do have the Chargers beating them, and it was really hard for me to pick because I think that the Jaguars have more momentum, but the uh, the Chargers just have a bit more talent. Did
0: you see Mike Williams today? No. What did he do? Injury. Mm. And that's when they were locked up as the five seed already. That's bad coaching. Yeah. yeah. I know. mean, you need a guy like that in Jacksonville. I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. It's gonna be a tough game.
1: Wait, Mike Williams, you said went down? For yeah. The
0: Chargers. Yes. Okay, but you're still
1: picking them. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Just making sure we're on the same page there. I agree. I think it's gonna be them. I think the Jags are a year year away. I agree. Yeah. With Ridley nice. They had year, a really nice they're gonna be very dangerous. They had a really nice finish to the season. They they Trevor Lawrence is the real deal, all that. But yeah, one year removed. So we'll do the Bills and the Dolphins. Bills are minus ten and a half. Are we doing spreads or just our picks? Just picks. I mean, it's going to be the Bills. They're going to blow them out, destroy them. Yeah, two is going to play. He'll probably play fine, but he he shouldn't. But I'll take the Bills. Yeah, everyone's taking the Bills. Everyone's hammering the Bills. Bengals, Ravens. I mean, I'm taking Bengals.
0: Obviously, we got to know if Jackson plays. Even if he does, it's minus six. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Yeah.
1: So. For those, I think we all agree. Uh, Bills beat Dolphins. Bengals beat Ravens. Chargers beat Jags. Over in the NFC, we can start with uh the Niners, who play the Seahawks, and they are minus nine and a half at home. Wow, mm. that's a lot of points. Yeah,
0: I mean they're going to win. They're Gino gonna... looked bad today. Gino they're bad. did they're not they're look, a look good far, today. Far,
1: far, far better team. Niners, easy.
0: The Niners are very happy that Green Bay lost tonight. Mm-hmm. Giants in Minnesota. Plus three,
1: I'm taking the Giants to win.
0: Plus three? Mm-hmm. It's a tough game.
1: I like the Giants. I like Dabble. I think that the Vikings have done a good job. But the
0: talent on Minnesota. I know,
1: but I do think that, that Dabble is the guy who will fight, in, a, especially in like a wild card round where you're playing teams that are probably you know, around your same level of talent. They're going to win. I think they're going to win.
0: Yeah, I'm— you're going Undecided with the at the moment. Okay. This is probably the hardest game of the weekend, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take the New York
1: Giants as well. Okay, so we're both taking Niners, both taking the Giants. I'm taking the Bucks to beat the Cowboys. You said earlier, you're gonna take the Cowboys. Yes. So we're split there. All right, so what's the spread on that one? The spread for that game is the Cowboys minus three. Moving into the divisional round then, we have the Chiefs and the Chargers.
0: Taking the Chiefs, I'm gonna go with the Chargers in this one.
1: You're taking the Chargers to beat the Chiefs in the divisional round. Yes. Wow, that is a bold take right there. And you think that Staley could still get fired if they ha- if they get to the championship round? Yes. Wow, big big takes. I like it. Okay, I'm taking the the Chiefs because I'm I'm a simp, I guess. But
0: yeah, Bills and
1: Bengals. So, you got to take the Bills. No,
0: as I said. That, what was it, the uh, Giants-Vikings was the toughest game? Mm-hmm. If this game does happen in Buffalo, it's hard to bet against them, right? Exactly.
1: The narrative is
0: there. We all, we all know why. But I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Wow, he's coming out hot.
0: I think that they have something to prove, and I think they're going to play pissed off football. I love it. And I, I think the it. AFC is wide open for anyone. And I think we're going to see a Joe, Har- Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert AFC championship.
1: I love it. I mean, it's not what I picked, but I love it. Um, the Chargers are going to lose to the Jags, everyone. Okay. <laughs> and then in the NFC, we have the Eagles and I have the Bucks. You have the Cowboys. I think we both agree either way the Eagles
0: win that game. Yes, I think Jalen's going to play better than he did today.
1: And same regard for the you know Niners versus Giants.
0: We're going to go with San Fran and that exactly. pretty, pretty, pretty good kid. Yeah.
1: So moving to the conference championship game where you and I have completely different AFC matchups, I have the Chiefs and the Bills where I will pick the Chiefs because I just think at the end of the day they're the best team. And, and that game would be played at a neutral site it would stadium. Be. And I and I and even though... That would happen, and probably as many Bills fans as possible would go.
0: Oh, for sure. Travel, they, but Kansas they travel. City's got a great you're, you're fan right. base yeah. as well.
1: Uh, and I would take the Chiefs to beat the Bills there. And then you would
0: have the matchup of the Chargers and the Bengals. And I'm going to go back, back-to-back AFC champion, the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: So, in the NFC, I have the Eagles beating the Niners in the championship game. What about you?
0: Me too. I like the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts should be the MVP this year. I love watching him play. I think he's not more fun than Mahomes to watch, but I think he's the second most fun quarterback to watch. And I don't think it's close. Mm-hmm. And I think I enjoy watching Hurts more because we've seen what Mahomes has been doing the last few years. And as impressive as it is, it's just annoying at this point how good he is. Yeah, like it's good to see you know someone. Be able to match what—not match, but play at a just as high level as a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I love watching Jalen Hurts play, and yeah, he brings gonna...
1: that freak athleticism that Mahomes does, also just in a different way.
0: And as much as we hate Skip Bayless, he tweeted how you know great a leader he is, and it just seems that guys love playing for him. It seems that he just cares so much. Yeah, so he's fun to root for. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl. Uh And who are you taking to win? Let's go Eagles, right? Wow. Fly, Eagles, fly. So I have... I think Cincinnati could easily beat them, though. That could go either way. You know, my main prediction is Philly-Cincinnati Super Bowl.
1: And I have Chiefs-Eagles-Super Bowl, and I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win. Pretty basic, having the one seeds facing each other. But, I mean, that's just what my mind is telling me right now. I prefer upsets. I prefer your bracket. I think It'd it's be a fun, lot more right? fun. So, um... Those are our playoff picks, and we're going to talk more about them going into next week. But, uh, yeah, any other final thoughts on the NFL before quick move on to some Mets talk?
0: Yeah, as we were saying, the Giants, we said last podcast, but the Giants and Chargers are two wild card teams to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. I think that they could maybe do something fun this playoffs, as in win a game. Probably won't go any further, Mm -hmm. but hopefully they could beat Jacksonville, because that's our lock of the week. Take yeah, the right. take the Chargers. It'll most likely be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Jaguars are good. They're very good, but I think the Chargers are going to come to play. I think they know what it means. They worked. You know, it's not easy to win in this league. They got ten this year. They lost today, but Herbert didn't play in the fourth quarter. They didn't look great. I don't mm-hmm. know if their starting defense. That's didn't why play, it's very tough for me to,
1: to take them. But I still think yeah.
0: it's very tough to trust. But. I think the the Chiefs beat them twice this year, the Chargers, or you're not sure? I'm not sure. I can check real quick. I know they always play them tough, though. Every game they play, it seems like it's a close game. And when it's a division game in the playoffs like that, anything could happen, no? Absolutely. Playoffs, you never know. Why can't Herbert outplay Mahomes? He's got a great arm. Yeah, they lost to the Chiefs twice, both by three points. And as we, as sports fans always say, it's hard to beat a team three times. It really
1: is. That's a great point. So your pick there might not be too terrible.
0: Yeah, but they shouldn't worry about Kansas City right now. Jacksonville yeah, is a they need to tough matchup, yeah, and they need to go into Jacksonville and show up, or they're not even going to get the chance for a third match against the Chiefs.
1: No. All right, moving on very quickly. Oh, gosh. To the Mets. A report, don't know. Today, a report came out today that Steve Cohen's going to have an update very soon about the situation. This is A just, quote, resolution. The what is The fact that this? it's
0: taken so long. It's been, what, two weeks since this has been I've announced? Heard, in the last two weeks, I've heard that he's signing and not signing like Every two day, or three yeah. different times. I mean... Both of them. And I think the recent news that I got today, a couple hours ago, I'm not sure if you saw, most likely he's going to be a Met.
1: That's what I think uh, we've all been expecting. Just get it... Over with. Yeah, What is I mean, this
0: stalling? I don't know what this is. I blame Scott Boris, and I think
1: people have highlighted this. How can you afford to screw up this relationship with Steve Cohen, who's going to be putting millions and millions and millions of dollars in your pocket over the next who knows how many years? All right? This is clearly an issue. Other teams are never going to give you a contract of whatever Steve's going to give you. You're still going to get the best contract through Steve. Just give up. Give up. Yeah. Sign with the Mets. Win.
0: Stop trying to get leverage from teams. Okay. Right? I mean, it, his son was wearing a I "I love New York" shirt. Yeah, we saw. It. We saw that. So you know, if he doesn't come to the Mets, he's the ultimate dickhead. Yeah, I think
1: it's it's bound to happen. It's just a matter of when. This this tugging along is getting ridiculous. Just get it over with. I think it'll be done in the next week. Personally. Yeah, I hope by next week we can actually talk about predictions for the team. Oh god, going into.
0: Not looking Spring forward training. to Cause that. Because we're
1: actually not too far away.
0: For sure. But before that, we have the World Baseball Classic, You're and I'd right. like to talk totally. about that That'll for sure. Be yeah, talk yeah, about, we talk. So. Yeah, not tonight, No, but another but time. Yeah,
1: some fun things to talk about going forward. But other than that, just wanted to give that quick update, I guess, on his situation. and that. Yeah, we both think it's going right to it. probably happen, and hopefully a week from today we can just talk about it all being said and done. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. For Queens to Jersey, my name's Steven. Alongside me, my co-host, Jason.
0: Have a nice night. Go Metsies.